Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello everybody and welcome to That Movie List podcast. It's a podcast with a heavy dose of movies, a little bit of listing and today movies that have the best toys so we're going to have a look at our childhood and the toys we played with well that's what i've gone with i'm your host ben and joining me as always is dave dave you Hello. had toys in your childhood right i i was allowed several toys i had at least four so i had to make up the fifth on the list <laughs> oh i'd love that so i'd like <laughs> I'm, I don't know if you're telling the truth or not here, but I quite like that. So that's uh, that's, that's a good that's a good way to start it. Um, I, I'll give you a hint. My, my my number four is Peter Pan because I had a pan that I was allowed to play with. <laughs> you call Peter? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. What you call the saucepan? <laughs> what you call what like what you call the frying pan? Fry. 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 Or fry. Fry is a bad name. Yeah. Fryer took the frying pan. Uh, I'll be honest, we've gone weird already. We've gone really weird already. That's that's. I don't know why you wouldn't call uh, him Brian. Brian the frying pan. Brian. Greg. Greg. Greg Pan. Okay, nice. Just talking about what we'd name your toy pans, while also while also highlighting your depressing childhood, which yeah. I know ain't true. I know you had a great childhood. So don't even start with that. It's unbelievable. All right then. So. Movies that had the best toys. When I first gave, when I first came up with this list and gave it to you as an option, um, I thought we'd have loads of different things we could talk about. I kind of remembered, ah, oh, I'd have got loads of toys of this. All I have to do is look back into my childhood and find them. And it turns out this was a really hard list. It was, wasn't it? it they were all TV shows. Yeah, I, and and also I realised that I don't, I don't think. <clears throat> I had that. I don't think movies that I would have watched made that many toys either. Do you know what I mean? It's like I don't think I, I, I don't think there was that many movie toy lines back then, really. No, that's fair. That's fair. And even even now, there's not that many. But we'll see. We'll we will see what comes out of the uh, the pod because I'm I'm gonna. I have a bold prediction that we're going to have three of the same at least three if not four but we consistently prove each other wrong on this so i'm intrigued we, def- we definitely haven't got all five because i've got a very random one in there Smart. okay fair enough then um right so you went first last time yeah hang on before we start you need, you need to say how many you think we're going to have the same Oh, okay. So you said three or four. I reckon three. I reckon... Well, just a second. Did you have the rule that you had to own these toys? Uh, no, not consciously, but I did. Okay, fair enough. So you've, you've owned every single one of these toys? Uh-huh. Okay, fair enough then. Um, I think we'll have... You said three. I'm going to go for a bold... Oh, see, I can't go three as well. I want to go three two. I'm going to go four then. Go three two. Go, go three two. We'll agree. Doesn't matter. All right, fine. Okay. I don't like agreeing with you. That's weird. <laughs> okay. 
Um, did you go first last time? I think yeah, so. it's your, your turn to go first. Tell us your number five, Ben. Right, I'm cheating a little bit for my number five. <laughs> but that's why it is my number five. All right. Okay. Um, I think the toy line that I used to buy that pretty much every kid our like every kid our age at that point had was based on the cartoon that came from the film. But my argument is all the best toys from this toy line wouldn't have existed without the film. Right? Okay. And it's Ghostbusters. Oh, I've got that in my list as well. Is it higher? It is. Okay, we'll leave that then and we'll talk about it later. I'm very okay. excited for Ghostbusters. What's your number five, Dave? So my number five, I've cheated a little bit on mine as well. Um, I didn't consider Ghostbusters a cheat, by the way. So we'll come oh, okay. back on to that enough, later. Then. Yeah, we will but do. Mine, I think, is a cheat uh, in that it probably TV-led, but there were also films made. So, and not modern films, old films as well, which I'm sticking with. Okay. So my number five is Thunderbirds. Okay. I'll I'll go with I'll go with that. I'll go with that. There were old Thunderbird movies. Thunderbirds are go was a film. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Thunderbirds then there were more recent six. Thunderbirds as well. There were. There was that awful movie. Yeah. Um, the yeah. great theme tune. Oh yeah, with the, from Busted, Busted, one of my favorite. Yeah. One of my favourite Busted songs, which is High Praise. As you know, I'm an avid Busted <laughs> fan. I do. So, yeah, Thunderbirds, awesome toys. And there were so many things you could do. Make your own little missions. You've got your options with the different the different uh, Thunderbirds. You've got characters. You've got cars. You've got all sorts of stuff you've got to play with uh, from Thunderbirds. Very flexible toys. And I like that. I like that if you played it, if you if you did it right and you played it right, and you and you and you you, you know, kind of picked the right one, you could get more than one Thunderbird if you got number two, because four always came with two. Oh yeah, yeah. So you you could manage to play that card right. You managed to get a really a, a decent toy out of that one. Yeah. And um, I always hated the fact that the Tracy tra- uh, Tracy brothers were never the right size they were always smaller than the rest of my figures so because obviously you had all the tracy brothers for um thunderbirds but there was no like you didn't get the rest of the toys you could rescue you didn't get no. anybody else that you could so i had like the little tracy brothers rescuing like my oh, warrior <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah my massive <laughs> thundercats toys and you know my action man dolls and all the rest of that stuff you know it's like it's those those were the thing you know and um, I guess I've said before, I think on this podcast, my imagination can only stretch so far. And the size of toys used to wind me up. If toys weren't <laughs> the right size, I just couldn't, I couldn't get past it. Couldn't get past it. Something 16 year old Ben always had a problem with. <laughs> but yeah, the Thunderbirds. That's, and not only were the ones you could buy, there were also the Blue Peter ones that you could make. So TV show where you could show you how to make your own Tracy Island, which we did. And it was great. Did you make your own Tracy Island? We made one and I, and I bought one as well. And then we sold it at a car boot sale. And it's they're now worth a lot more than whatever we sold it for, which is annoying. Oh, it's, it's always the way. You can never look back like that. No. But I like the idea. Because I'm tight. I always remember this conversation. I always remember the fact that they made it on. You can make Tracy Island on Blue Peter. And I remember it's like mm. thinking, that's mental. Like, why? how are... How are 
people that make the Thunderbirds toys allowing this. And I remember having that conversation with my dad about that, saying, like, I can never, I can, and couldn't believe it. And I was like, well, it's the perfect marketing ploy, isn't it? You've got your kid nagging you to make Tracy Island. And in the end, they're just going to go, oh, it'd be easy to buy it. That's and then true. that's it. It's, it's sorted, isn't it? And I just thought <laughs> it's perfect. It's so, so clever, you know, particularly because it's week by week as well. That was what was infuriating about that, Tracy. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like the one episode we're going to show you. And there was no DVR or anything back then. It yeah, wasn't like well, it's like an art project, wasn't it? You had to do it. It took you hours to do it. <laughs> you need seventy toilet rolls. Yeah, yeah, fair play. Okay, but yeah. My number four is, and this is this one works. This one actually, because I did think about this, and I thought I actually had the movie version of these things, and that is Batman from ninety from the nineteen eighty nine film. I, I had the batmobile the michael keaton batman and i had a freaky joker that didn't really look right because it wasn't it wasn't a proper jack nicholson joker it was it was weird cheap cheapo knockoff thing and i also had the joker car which never featured in the film but was definitely part of the 1989 batman toy line so yeah yeah batman and the, the the batman himself was all right the joker was okay but it was the cars it was the Batmobile. It was a proper Batmobile. You could sit Batman in. Had little shooting missiles. I was going to say looked, it fired. Yeah. Oh, it was incredible. This thing, and I'm pretty certain it made sound effects. But the batteries got taken out pretty quick because they always did with the toys back home. And uh, yeah, I just, I absolutely, I absolutely love this thing. I'm pretty certain if I look, I've still got a, a, a like a semi-assembled Batmobile. Because I think you press the button and the top slid, so you can put Batman in. That got broken in days. That yeah. kind of, anything oh, yeah. that you press buttons and it slid, or you kind of went, ah, oh, he's not fitting quite right. I wonder what happens if I lift this. Oh, well, that's broken. Okay, we'll just pretend from now on. <laughs> and it, I don't clearly don't have the missiles anymore, because those always went missing straight away. You had those oh, for yeah. about a day. So yeah, you'd find yeah. them on the back of sofas and underneath your bed when you left and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah. yeah that's true yeah the different places you can find these little missile things absolutely <laughs> yeah that's true but yeah it was for me it was all for the batmobile and the joker van was pretty rubbish it was just a big purplish pink van with the joker's face on the side I know yeah i seem to remember it, it was like a rebranded mystery machine wasn't it it's ex- it was exactly that it was exactly yeah. that it just didn't make any sense but it clearly came as a batmobile joker chase set because batman was also a 15 so clearly no kid buying these toys had watched it well yeah. shouldn't have watched it well not like because they would have released the toys when the film was in the cinema so 10 year olds weren't getting into a 15 were they eight year olds seven year olds Mm, yeah yeah probably not so yeah but yeah so batman for me many many nice. many good choice the old batmobile your number four so my number four is down here because although the toys released i think they're mostly for grown-ups not one of those okay fair enough star wars it's what, sorry? Star Wars. Oh, okay. So, which particular Star Wars toy are you thinking of? So, I'm just thinking any toys, really. So, all of the models of Star Wars are generally seen on shelves of grown-ass human beings, not <laughs> played with by children. 
the only thing you see kids playing with with Star Wars are lightsabers, which are awesome. And yeah, that's, that's true. Those are the reason why that's in the list. Just having the lightsaber fight and making the noises or having it make the noises for you and the lights up and all that sort of stuff. Awesome. Great toy. Yeah. I had, I had a cheapo version. I had the cheap, because you can get like the cheap ones for a tenner and you can get the epic ones for about 50, 60 quid that are like right. display case, proper ones like that. I think my brother-in-law's got one of the epic ones and yeah. I had I had one where you, you you flung it really, you like you flicked your arm really fast and the the, the um, lightsaber beam bit shot out. Um, yeah, and it made all sorts of funky noises. So I quite like that. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Star Wars features in my list, but it features a little bit higher because I've got a very okay. particular type of Star Wars toys that I think I might be one of the only kids in the whole world that ever actually bought these and played with these. But I thought they were amazing. So we'll come back to that. Little Interesting. Teaser okay. There. Little teaser there. Okay. So, I mean, Star Wars lightsabers should be higher. I hope your top three, your top threes are amazing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. My next one. I think we've got the same one here. We must do. Okay. There was a random Christmas that every single kid of a certain age got exactly the same toy. Go on. It was the talk boy from Home Alone 2. No, I have no idea what you're on about. So, you know, in Home Alone 2, where he's got that recorder that he can slow down, speed up. He uses it to record his uncle in the shower. He uses it to record the um, TV. So when the TV's doing the uh, angels with even dirtier faces, he can replay it and he yeah. can uses it to check in. You could buy that. And one Christmas, you got it. And I got, and I got a talk boy for Christmas. And it's one of those things where you watch the film and you thought, oh my God, the fun I will have with that. And you asked for it and you got it. And, and, you know, and you, and it came with a home alone two tape. So, um, one side of the tape was just sound bites from home alone two. And then the other side was blank. So you could record all your shenanigans. And then you realize very quickly that you, this it's rubbish. You have no shenanigans. There are no shenanigans. <laughs> what am I, what, <laughs> what is a, I don't know seven eight-year-old seven eight-year-old kid from 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 england gonna do like what adventure am i going on what am i going to record so you've got it christmas day and you'd record things and you play it back and you would do that for about 10 minutes and then you'd be like oh oh yeah. that's fine but it was a tape recorder as well so you could you did actually get essentially a handheld it was a walkman <laughs> so yeah. and it was made by sony it was a sony talk talk boy nice Okay. So it was a decent bit of kit. So it was one of those things where a little bit, you didn't appreciate what you had, but if you come, you had a headphone port in there. It was a proper warp, Walkman, but you could record your voice over the top, slow it down, speed it up, all the rest of it. But it was one of those where like, loads of people had them, but they were absolutely a waste of, of money, time, and battery power. But yeah. the thought of it was, was, very, <laughs> very, was very cool. And now we all carry one of those I thought, yeah, I, I, I thought Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, this is WWE NXT superstar Dominic Dijakovic, and I want to give a shout out to the Wrestling Predict Cast. And this amazing podcast picks the winners of pay-per-view matches and sees how the uh, the outcomes turn out. I think it's an awesome podcast, and you should definitely tune in. Be sure 
to feast your ears on the Wrestling Predict Cast. So what's your number three, Dave? So now my number three, I, I, I sort of teased it a little bit before. It's a bit of a random one. Um, well, I say that. It might be on your list. It's, it's Silence the Lambs. Sure, you did not have Silence of the Lambs toys. I'm not having that. You did not have Silence of the Lambs toys as a kid. I did. It's Silence of the Lambs. And Dave. it's this... Oh, I, I, dark times. Dark, dark <laughs> times. Um, I'm now beginning to think that I didn't know much about your child, as much about your childhood <laughs> as I initially thought. Well, growing up in Poland, it was, it was a tough upbringing. Um, the, no, so... And I say silence the lambs as as a as a, a prod as a as a lull. Um, I'm using that film as an example of many other films that also had this childhood toy um, created for it. Okay. And it's more of a a way of shoehorning in this toy, so we can talk about this toy because I think it's cool. Did you have pogs? Oh, did you have Silence of the Lambs pogs? Yeah, I had Silence of the Lambs pogs. They they did a whole raft of movie pogs that just had like character like caricatures of the lead characters and then quotes on them. They're a, that's amazing. Yeah. So I had all the Warner Brothers ones, all of the like Mar- Marvel did load and things like that as well. But they did them for random ones as well, like um, I don't know, Saturday Night Fever and stuff like that. They had just caricatures of the, the stars that's amazing quotes. i did not know those existed i mean the question did you have pogs is a ridiculous question because who did who from our age did not have pogs they were well, the yeah, single it, greatest thing in the world for one summer it was amazing I'm pretty confident that you you would have pogs oh, and yeah. <laughs> yeah and they were awesome so for for those of you that that may not know them or know or recognize know what we're talking about pogs actually a brand name it's they're they're called milk caps i think in the states and and elsewhere in the world um and i was doing some reading about it when i just as you do you get sucked into a little little uh internet hole and they're they're named after a type of fruit drink where they had bottle cap tops on this drink it was like a mango drink yeah. or something like that. And people used to play pogs with bottle caps. And oh, right. pog came from the name of that brand of drink that people used to play with. So because pog was its own. Yeah, pog, pogs was its own thing. That was its own, it was like Hoover pog. as a vacuum cleaner type thing. So the best pogs that I got were the Walkers ones, to link it back to the films, because you had mm. the Star Wars ones, and you bought. they were in the packets. They were hidden in the normal Walkers packets. And my ground went as far as to get me the binder that you actually put them all in. Oh, yeah, I, probably, I had the binders as well, yeah. Yeah, and I think I probably still have that somewhere. And then I don't know what the deal with it was, but there was a, there was a special edition one, like, a, like one that was the monster from... Um, I don't know what the name of the monster is, but the one from um, Empire Strikes Back, you know, the, that's on Hoth that steals oh, right, Luke yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. You could get that pog and you could only, I think it was something like you could only find it in select bags of Monster Munch or something. And wow. I got it. So I have a full collection somewhere 
that's one of those that's like, that might be at my parents' loft and hopefully like a cool mill. Do you know what I mean? And I just, that's just that in my parents' loft. So, yeah. So, Pogs, Pogs were awesome. amazing. I, yeah. I probably got a box of those somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, it's, it's not particularly, it's not related to one specific film, but because it was across all of the films, I thought it warranted a mention. So, Perfect. Uh, yeah. Plus, Pogs, it, cool. it makes me feel a bit better because when you said Science of the Lambs, I thought you, your parents had bought you a little Hannibal Lecter <laughs> action figure. thought you were going to say, you know the bit where he's strapped to the dolly and he's got like the frigging orange jumpsuit in the cage? Yeah, that's, I had that as a kid. Used to play alongside me, me, me Thunderbirds. Yeah, that's who needed rescuing. Like, jeez. Okay, then, yeah, all right, yeah, why not? Yeah. And they just sat there drinking Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, I have a nice seamless link to my number two. Okay. Because I'm going to bring it back to Star Wars again. But I had, because you were right, Star Wars had a ridiculous amount of of merchandise, a ridiculous amount of toys, all sorts and anything. And we we were not young enough to be the ones that collected the original Star Wars figures. You know, the ones that go for ridiculous amounts of money now. But you look at them and they're naff. They don't even look look like anything like the actual actors compared to the figures they get made now. But I had a series of toys that were made by Micro Machines. Okay. So you know the ones that make the cars? Yeah. They also made these play sets. And these play sets were incredible. And I got, I don't know if it happened over one Christmas or or a year of me asking for these things. But I just have a ridiculous amount of them. And they're in my loft now. My parents found them. This box full of things were like, what do you want me to do with these? I was like, oh. (laughs) And you're absolutely right about Star Wars toys are in middle-aged blokes' houses to be put on display because mm. that's exactly what's going to happen with these. <laughs> because they were, they were figures like the the actual figures were tiny. I'm talking like three, four, five centimeters tall, like fair, fairly detailed for what they were because they went into these proper play sets. And I had like a Death Star that opened up to be the full inside of the Death Star. I had a Millennium Falcon that again opened right up. These things are incredible. Like I remember getting like last when I was with my parents, they handed me this box. It was like a whole half an hour of me just going, Oh, look at this. This is amazing. While all the other adults in the room just looked at me like I was completely bizarre. And they were they were yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the kids, yeah. I've got like a Darth Vader face that opens up and it's the end scene of Empire Strikes Back. And there's just so many they're amazing, these things, and I love them. I thought they were incredible. And it's like, I've got a Boba Fett one that's the inside of his ship. I've got, like, I've, I've, it was, must have just been one Christmas where I, where I just went, Micro Machine Star Wars, please. And just got nice. a, a ridiculous amount. And they look really cool. Like, genuinely look really cool. So, like, when I don't have little tiny kids who, who will swallow and choke <laughs> on little Luke Skywalkers, they'll be able to go on display up far too high to taunt them. So, oh, uh, yeah. can't wait for that. Yeah, well, that's that's what they were made for to do, really, and even better if you've got them in the boxes, which oh, you haven't. But absolutely not. They're in a box upstairs, <laughs> literally collecting dust. But no, I, they're not actually in boxes. <laughs> I never got that. I didn't even get that, like, because I I was at times been through phases of collecting random things. All right, mm-hmm. and just at one point, it's like I'm going to collect the toy line of oh, this. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, never, 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 never talk about the bones. But I was, um, and then even then, it was like. Oh, but it's not, they're not really on display until I can put them out as like pose them. 
So there are there are toys that I have I have devalued by opening those bad boys up. Like it's it's and I know I shouldn't have. I know I shouldn't. But yeah. So yeah, that was well, it. Toy, this is the thing. Toys are made to be played with. They are toys. They are not models. They're not decorations. They're not ornaments. They're toys. Play with them. Yeah. Even because I always remember that as a kid, I had the the Star Trek Next Generation toys. Mm. So I had like Picard and I had like run. I had a load of those. To be fair, I had like Picard, Riker, uh, Beverly Crusher, um, Diana Troy. I had like all of them and a massive Enterprise. But they all came with a little um, serial number on their feet and a little stand. And I never understood it. I was like, why? Why would you? Why do you need the stand? Because I thought the stand was a hoverboard originally. It's like. I, <laughs> seen the episode that's, that's really cool they all come with hotboards when i asked i remember asking my parents what the stand what the little id tag thing at the bottom was and it's like because they're technically collector item things like you can collect them and keep them and i was like why on earth would you want to do that <laughs> there we go so could have been sat oh, nice. on millions dave but i had to go and play oh dear right the number one the same number one i'll be Oh, you've got yours. It's your number two now, isn't it? I've got my two, yeah. So my number two, and I'd be surprised if this isn't your number one, Jurassic Park. You'd be surprised if it is. Oh, yeah. If it isn't. That's absolutely my number one. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's do Jurassic Park, and then we'll come back on to Ghostbusters. Sounds good. Excellent. So, yeah, Jurassic Park. Great. I, I I had the car, I had the dinosaurs, I had the little little characters, I had it was brilliant because all you need is your garden or a bit of grass to go and play Jurassic Park. They they for me they were the single greatest <clears throat> they they were the they were the movie toy. They yeah. were just in, they were just incredible. I and I I was always gutted because I never got Alan Grant. They, that was the one I never got. I got I got Everyone else, everyone else, including like, um, including the, 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 what's his name? Like, uh, Ned Leary or whatever his name is, the guy who, who sells the embryos to the. Oh, uh, right. Dennis, uh, yeah. not Dennis Norton. <laughs> Dennis, it's like Dennis, Dennis, I can't remember his name. Is Dennis, not not the movie critic, Dennis Norton. No, yeah. that's, yeah. I had him and he came with like a, I remember him coming with like an arm gun blaster thing. It was like a, he had a dino killing arm and stuff. And you were like, that's, no, he didn't. And he was nowhere near fat enough either. You looked at him and went, this, I don't know who this character is, but he ain't him. <laughs> and none of them, some of them looked great. Like I remember having Timmy and Lex and I had the, um, I had Ellie, like, and they looked amazing. Yeah. But, but like Ian Malcolm, friggin' yeah. Jeff Goldblum's character was awful. Didn't look anything like him. He looked more. He looked like Action Man, didn't he? He looked. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. And his arms and legs came off. Mm. And I remember, yeah. I remember being gutted because I played with them round, just as you do as a kid. Just played with them on um, next to my the lamp in my bedroom. So they're around this lamp on my bedroom, and I turned the lamp on, and Ian Malcolm was hanging off the edge of the lamp, and his foot burnt off on the uh, <laughs> light bulb. <laughs> I remember coming up being like, what is that smell? And then being gutted that his foot was just completely burnt, just completely gone, just burnt plastic. And again, my imagination couldn't get past it. That was ruined for me. It's like, it's yeah. like it doesn't even look like a dinosaur bite. That's gone. That's it. So, 
<laughs> and the dinosaurs were incredible, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know dinosaur. I, I know Jurassic Park wasn't the origin of dinosaur, dinosaur toys, but at the same time, it made them a hell of a lot more popular than they would have been before, I'm sure. Like, it's, it's difficult to tell because we were the first gen, we were the Jurassic Park generation that would have been the first ones to play with Jurassic Park dino- and dinosaurs at the same time. But yeah, I can't imagine them being as popular the generation before. Well, I always remember dinosaur toys being like you get farmyard animal toys now. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like you just got them. They didn't really move. They weren't opposable. They were just plastic solid models of dinosaurs and you could play with them and that was great and that worked. But the Jurassic Park ones, there was a quality to them and they could actually, I mean, the T-Rex roared and you got, for for some of them, you, I can't remember the names of the frigate. That's how bad I can't remember the names of the dinosaurs and it's starting to wind me up. The one that spits, the one that spits frigging venomous oil stuff. And Oh yeah. The Allosaur or something like that. I'm not convinced it's that, but I i can't remember what it's called like that came with the ruffle that came off its neck and there were so many elements to it i mean i had more people than i had dinosaurs that always used to wind me up <laughs> do you have more people than you had dinosaurs uh probably more people than official jurassic park dinosaurs but i had more dinosaurs overall oh that, uh, that's fair no that's fair i mean the t-rex was the one wasn't it? the t-rex when you yeah. when you got the t-rex that was incredible yeah so Oh, is it, it's a Dilophosaurus. That's the one. Have you literally just searched that bad boy up? No. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, well, well remembered. Um, <laughs> and you never, I'll tell you what else I love as well, okay? And this, this is true of every single Jurassic, every single kid who owned Jurassic Park toys. I bet you didn't own any official Jurassic Park herbivores, did you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No. Sorry, Brachiosaurus you, or Brontosaurus? Did you have a Brachiosaurus? Too right, yeah. And, and an official Jurassic Park one. Yeah, and I used to have the, and I had the um, Ankosaurus as well with the swooshy club tail. An official Jurassic Park one. I think so, yeah. I said, well, I, I certainly had both those models. I seem to remember them being Jurassic Park ones, but maybe not. Oh, fair play, fair play. Maybe I'm talking. I'm, t- I'm, I'm obviously talking from my personal experience because i'd have been good on christmas day if i'm rocking out if i'm opening a frigging bracket like where's me t-rex where's me raptor where's me like I'm, i can't have ian malcolm running away from a frigging ankyosaur or whatever it's called i can't have that come on what's i want something that's going to rip him to pieces where's the teeth that's what i'm looking for a version a, a 90s version of a vegan christmas <laughs> you got me the you got me the non-scary dinosaurs that's how you disappoint a kid for jurassic park like it's not, it didn't even get me a, didn't even get me the baby t-rex this is unbelievable uh, i mean just love that that's great okay oh, yeah. great choice great choice and yeah. the lunch boxes everywhere and oh, the stationery everywhere at school everyone had the same lunch box everyone had the same pencils and stuff it's perfect uncle and auntie great grandma cannon fodder christmas present perfect yeah. oh, it's stationery set with jurassic park logo on it yeah, because it was one of those things. It was when it was when Christmas was about one thing, and it might be the same way for for for, for kids still. But it's when you kind of went, what is what's what's Ben want for Christmas? Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like what specifically? It won't matter as long as it's got that friggin' bone logo on the front of it. He's good. All right, and it just you did you straight open it. Yep, lunchbox. Yep. Okay, writing pad. Oh, it's a 
it's it's a ruler with with a Jurassic Park logo. Yeah, it's the greatest ruler that ever existed. You know, it's just you just kept opening these things. I remember, yeah. brilliant. Just Jurassic Park tat all over the house. Absolutely, absolutely. It's good. So, yeah. Right. So yeah, so, Ghostbusters is my number one. See, this was this would have been my number one for toys, mm-hmm. apart from the fact that I, it's, it's kind of linked like your Thunderbirds one with TV shows, because I know that the. Ghostbusters action figures were based off the cartoon, definitely. Right. But the firehouse, mm-hmm. that's the film. The yep. the, the um, Ecto One, that's the movie. Yep. The uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, that's yep. the film. All the yep. best toys, all the best bits of the toys that you played with as a kid came directly from that movie. Exactly, and that's so, that's why I for me Ghostbusters movie yeah. tops. Yeah, I agree, and that that's why I moved up to the top of mine. And I think the number of again, just the number of things you could do with them. You didn't even need anything because ghosts are invisible, so you didn't even need any of the monsters other than the state of Marshmallow Man and Slimer as a those those are the two you yeah. need. Everything else, whatever you want. And and it's like, and and. and and what's great is for our generation, like kids are like pe- people our age, they had Ghostbusters toys. Yeah. Yeah. And most of them, I think every single kid had exactly the same Christmas. That massive box that you opened up and it was the fire it was the firehouse. <laughs> oh, oh. I didn't have a firehouse. I didn't have a firehouse. I, I had I had the car and that was about as far as I got, unfortunately. Oh, sorry, man. Oh no. <laughs> But yeah, I, and I went, I used to go around to a friend's house on my street and he had, um, he had the, uh, backpack with a gun. Oh yeah. I had that. And he had two of them. He had a real one and he had a, a fake one. And I used to end up with the fake one, obviously, cause it was his toy. And yeah, it was, it was still really cool. Just running around with the backpacks on the, yeah, crossing the streams. Did it come with the big, did it come with the big foam stream? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Firing oh, that it. and then absolutely loved it. Reeling it back in again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember the firehouse came with a big tub of slime, so you could, and it had vents in the top in every floor. So technically, you could pour the slime down the middle of the firehouse, and it would slime the Ghostbusters inside the house. And I remember like getting it, Chris. I remember getting it Christmas Day and getting the slime and my mum taking it off me and I never saw that slime again. <laughs> never played with that slime. Never. I think my mum was thinking of her, her carpets and my sister's hair. I think were the two things she was thinking of when she saw that slime. I oh, is a bad idea. Because we're talking 90s. So we're not talking biodegradable kind of non-toxic slime. You know we're talking about the stuff that if I ate it, I'm going straight to the emergency room. Absolutely, yeah. I wonder if this tastes like slime. Let's see what this tastes like. Oh, Brilliant, great. I'm, I'm swelling up like a balloon. Brilliant. That's, that's fantastic. I'm turning into a monster. And what, what I love as well. Yeah. <laughs> what I love as well, and, and this is linked, this this takes it brilliant. This is why I think it's even better. Is do you remember the Ecto one had a little chair and you press the top and the chair flicked out and you yep. put a ghost on it? That yeah. chair is now in the Ecto one that's in the new Ghostbusters movie. Oh, so cool. it's gone full circle. So now there's a there's a scene in the trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is going to be out in 2021 now, not 2020 like it was planned to be. Um, 
where a kid like a kid is sat on that chair shooting the uh, shooting the proton pack. So I like awesome. it. It's come completely uh, completely um, full circle. So uh, yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. So that that means that that film is going to be paying a lot of lip service to people of our age, which is lovely because I'm a person it's, of our age. Yeah, it's not for kids. <laughs> Good. Because that's what we said at the beginning. It's not even like it's, it's not even like I, I mean, do you still get? I know you get movie toys for kids films but you don't mm. pop them toys for action films anymore because when i could but i don't know if you did the same but i also did a little bit of research for this to see if i missed any and you could get like one of the greatest ones with was, was there was a rocky toy line okay which mm. is fine that makes sense but you could get like the meat that hung in the hangar as its own <laughs> separate toy <laughs> So, you know, you had a Rocky box, a, a friggin' Apollo Creed box, and the meat. And it was called Rocky yeah. the Meat. <laughs> Brilliant. Boxing fans, you don't want dull stats, you don't want so-called experts. You want a boxing podcast by fans for the fans. You want From the Canvas, a boxing podcast you'd make with your boxing mates, but don't have to because we have. From the Canvas, download or stream wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so now it's time for our usual feature. I just want extra time in your... Quiz. Now you don't. What I like about that is I've put a little um, quiz-related sting in there to go with the, the yeah. what's my name again one we do. And you don't know what it is. So you've actually yeah. got to listen back to this to find out what it is. And it's, it's really clever and really witty. It's, I'm, I'm, I've no doubt it is, and I'm sure it's also poorly edited. Oh, 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 oh. no need for that. No need for that. Calling me out on my editing, all lack thereof. Okay, so it's your turn to do a quiz. Based on, I'm, I'm excited to see how this quiz is linked to um, movies that have got the best toys. Okay, so this quiz is, oh, I should have thought of a name of it. Uh, this quiz is called uh, expert preparation here as always it doesn't help you only did the quiz about five minutes before the podcast started <laughs> I can't. It, it's called how much are these toys worth <laughs> well my god you, you, you it was a marketing degree you did wasn't it marketing Honestly, degree. i thought, thought of that on my feet you'd never guess but yeah it's nothing about nothing to do with that, but yes, you do. <laughs> uh, no. that would be even better. I'll be even better. Okay, how much are these toys worth? I can kind of, I can, I can see where this is going. All right. So what I've done, I've done some quickfire googling to find out the most expensive toy from my top fives, and you're going to play a game of first of all, how much did that toy go for? And then I also want you to uh, say whether it's higher or lower than the previous one. Of course. Okay. So my number five film was Thunderbirds. The most oh, expensive okay. toy I could see sold was a Fab One. And just to clarify, I'm not talking props from the films. I'm not talking. Um, I'm not talking specific models for collectors items like your star trek ones that had serial numbers on and things like that i'm talking figures yeah. and toys okay so, so this was do i 
How much do you think the replica of Fab One went went for? Oh, or would go did you have for? a Fab One? I had a. Did, did you have a Fab One? I had a little Fab oh. One. I was never that impressed with Fab One. Uh, it was. It wasn't a thing. No, it wasn't. It wasn't it didn't fly. I wasn't bothered. Um, <laughs> could fly. I'm gonna go for a nice round three hundred pounds. That is an excellent guess. It's three hundred and fifty pounds. This thing goes for. Oh, excellent I'll guess. That every day of the week. Because I was a bit worried when you didn't give me a ballpark at all that I would go like seven hundred pounds, and you'd be like, "Oh, right, okay." So you just completely undercut. Like, no, it's three hundred and fifty, you idiot. But okay, three hundred pounds. I'll take that. So three hundred and fifty pounds for Fab One. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Would Would you pay it? No, I wouldn't pay any of these. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fair enough then. Uh, right. My number four was Star Wars. So the most valuable toy that I could find was Jawa the Ewok. Really? It was, a, it was a random rare figure. Uh, and there were only there's only six known to exist. Although we more were made, there's only six known to exist. We've got a bit. That's random, isn't it? Someone's yeah. That is in a lockup somewhere. Some bad oh, yeah. one's in that lockup and going. <laughs> but you could. But the thing is, you open that lockup and find 500 of them. You've then got to secretly sell them. And pretend uh, each because the minute they're 500, they're not. They're not. They're not worth yeah. anything again. So. Yeah. Right, way on, more how, than how, Fab. How way more that? than Fab One. So way more yes. than Fab One. I'm. I think we're talking tens of thousands. I reckon. Okay. I'm gonna go twenty grand. Oh, it's not a bad guess. It went for eighteen thousand dollars. So that about okay. 14, 14 grand. Thirteen yeah, grand. Yeah, not bad. So okay, I'll take the eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah, pretty good. Amazing though. Imagine having the amazing. That's that's. Yeah. And you know, at least one of those was just found in a toy box. Was just found. Just yeah. That's I mean, why I won't let my parents throw me toys away. It's nothing to do with nostalgia. <laughs> my, my 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 paint chip peeling uh, lion o Thundercat is worth money, mum. All right, and don't you tell me it ain't. I know I can't find the sword. I've not had the sword for years, but it's worth something. All right. I'm right. (laughs) Right. My number three was pogs in general. Okay. So the most expensive pog is a Derek Jeter pog. He's a baseball player. Jeter. Derek Jeter. Jeter. That's who I meant. Yeah. Derek Jeter. Baseball player. Why is that? Why is that worth money? Why Derek? Who is this bloke? Why is his pog worth money? I'm not having that. It's his rookie pog. So it's before he, uh, it, it, it's even rarer. Like, that's where that's where you've got an issue, right? That's where you've got a problem with this kind of thing. Because you know what Pog should be worth the most? Nelson Mandela's Pog. That should be the one that's worth the most. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Mother Teresa's Pog should be the one where you go, that's that's the one to own. I've got a Smashing Mother Teresa. Nelson Mandela against Mother Teresa. <laughs> Brilliant. Now, yeah, and you've just, and you've just, you've just, just give me the tagline for the episode. Thank you very much for that. 
smashing Nelson Mandela against Mother Teresa. There's a sentence I didn't think we'd say ever in life, to be honest with you. It's certainly an image I don't want anymore. Um, Okay, then. This has got to be worth less than one of only six surviving Star Wars toys. So I'm going to go, I might, I might even go that it's less than Fab One, you know. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 150 pounds. It's not a bad guess again. You've over-egged it. It went for $60 or it goes for oh, $60. Okay. So 40 quid, 30 quid. That's, that's all right. That's, you feel, you feel a little bit disappointed though, wouldn't you? But the mid nineties, pogs, pogs are from the mid nineties. They're not that old, and everybody collected them, as you say. Yeah, but not everyone keeps. I mean, there's They're there's a landfill full. Of, there's a landfill full of valuable pogs somewhere, isn't there? Oh yeah, yeah. You can you can buy a box of pogs for like ten quid on eBay. No, no that's what you're doing tonight. I should, I should not be tempted by that. You said <laughs> you said that a little part of me went. Ooh. Ooh, that's why I said it a little bit. Yeah, sorry, Kaz. So <laughs> the number two, my number two was Jurassic Park. Yeah. And the most expensive figure I could find was sold for $999. And okay. it was a Gallimimus, a dinosaur. Right. I think the Gallimimus, those little, little ones. Oh, okay. Okay. So how much did this one sell for? You told me it was $999. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going oh, somewhere damn. else with it. I thought you were going somewhere completely different with it. I thought you were yeah. going to, I thought you were going to tell me it was $999 and then ask me, what do you think it was? I thought, oh, that's quite good. And then you didn't do that. I was like, where else <laughs> is this going to work? <laughs> uh, how many episodes in and I've screwed up one of the questions. Good. <laughs> uh, it's been a rough, what people don't know is we've had our internet connection cut in, cut out, record, stop recording. We've had it. It's been an absolute nightmare tonight. So it's just we're in the final. We're in the final slog here. So we're gonna get. We'll get. We'll get through. Number one, Ghostbusters. Uh, number one, <laughs> Ghostbusters. So the most expensive figure or toy I could find was, and you spoke about it before, was some ectoplasm. Oh and right, the, the slime. Tin. A tin of the original ectoplasm. Now, that's the kind of stuff that, I mean, I got my fire truck when I lived, like, the house before the one my parents live in now, right? If I'd got that ectoplasm in the house that my parents live in right now, it would still be in there somewhere. Because that's the kind of thing my mum would take off me, put in a drawer, and never throw out. It just yeah. it's, it's one of those things, whenever she opens that drawer... It's next to the it's next to the bottle opener is the tin of ectoplasm and that would be in there and I'd be able to go find it. Yeah. Um. I mean, it can't it it can't still be slimy. Can't be. It's got to be solid by that point. There'd be a lot of chemicals in there. There's enough chemicals to burn your throat. There's probably enough chemicals to keep it alive for. Alive. Um, it's ectoplasm, Ben. Of course, it's alive. Yeah, you're right. No, how stupid of me. Um, <laughs> I think more than the pog. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a cool hundred pounds. Two thousand dollars. 
mental so absolutely yep. mental. so not 800 quid something like that then we've also skipped round how much did you say the gallimimus was from friggin jurassic park thousand dollars i meant that's mental as well yeah little toy dinosaur thousand dollars i'm really glad you i, I was really hoping because when you said jurassic park i was thinking go on say something i know i own just say something I know I have. Just say I wanted you to go, and it's it's Timmy. It's little. It's the little Timmy toy from Jurassic Park worth worth a cool worth a cool five grand. And all you hear is Ben. Ben, right? Ben. Ben. He's on the phone to his mom. What's he doing? I'll be honest. I made a mental note to say it's the Alan Grant one. The Alan Grant yeah. model. <laughs> when you were talking about it earlier, and I didn't remember. So I'm gutted about that as well. No. <laughs> That would be amazing. That's yeah. that's 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 a good. That was a good quiz. I enjoyed it. Yeah, short and sweet, but straightforward. I, I right. To, I might start. I'm gonna have to get up in the loft and look at some of these toys. My parents' loft. I've got. I must have some treasure up there somewhere. Oh yeah. In in amongst all the guff, there's probably something that's worth ten quid now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but right then. So our final feature. Is What's my name? And what my name? How did I mess that up? How did I? <laughs> I, I forgot what the feature was called. What's my name again? Is a feature where we take someone from our top movie that didn't get a credit. Okay. Now the top movie is Jurassic Park. I found someone. I'm a little bit worried we've already done this person. Right, okay. Have you had Jurassic Park as your top movie before? <laughs> and don't watch my name again. Maybe, yeah. We we do talk about Jurassic Park every week in some like context. Every week. Jurassic every week. Park it's a single is this season's version of The Rock. I'm beginning to think, you know, it's what a time when, when like if people ask me what's your favourite film, I'd say The Dark Knight. I'm beginning to think it's Jurassic Park. I think Jurassic Park's my favourite movie. And I'd stand by that. It's not an embarrassing pick. I don't know. Um, I've gone for a guy because I quite like that when I went through he was he is kind he is named but but his, the name he gets in Jurassic Park is rubbish. So I've gone for Greg Burson who played Mr. DNA guy. Mr. Oh okay the the cartoon character on the, the film. cartoon character because do, yeah. do, you, do you remember in do you remember when you watched Jurassic Park as a kid and you had the opening bit where the kid get where the, where the guy gets eaten by a I think he gets eaten by a raptor or something don't you it might even be a T-Rex yeah the opening bit where he gets eaten by a T-Rex he gets pulled in the container and, and yeah. that guy's going shoot like that yeah and then you get the whole he's just called Mr. DNA not Mr. DNA guy and you get the whole bit then for about an hour where no dinosaurs are in it and then you put nowhere near an hour. That just oh, feels, feels like, like it. Hours doesn't it? Do. Doesn't it feel like it though? Doesn't it feel like it when you're 10 years old? Oh my God, that whole bit where you're like, I don't care, just get to the dinosaurs. But then there's a bit where there's a cartoon and you and your eyes perk up. You, oh, this bit's a cartoon. Now I understand what's going on. And that's that's where Greg Burson plays Mr. DNA. And I've picked Greg Burson because he was also, by the look of it, the voice of Baloo the Bear. Oh wow. That's, Not that's, the bear. Not Blue the Bear, sorry, Yogi Bear. <laughs> less impressive. Yes, yeah, he's less impressive. <laughs> Yogi Bear, he was in Scooby-Doo, he was in Garfield and Friends, he's been in the Warner Brothers playing Bugs Bunny, he was in Johnny Bravo, he was in Animaniacs. 
this guy is as as he's he's done it all. This guy's a, a voice legend. He's in Samurai Jack. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, very impressive. Oh, and Ghostbusters. So he played. He was and he was in Star Ghostbusters. Wars. And stopped. This guy's done it all. Yeah. This is the perfect. What's my name again? That's good little mix. Yeah. Johnny Quest. You know how good Johnny Quest was? I used to love that show. It was a good film. It was a good film. So, yeah, there we go. Greg Burson, um, Mr. DNA in wow. uh, Jurassic Park. Is, yeah, what's my... You can't go find him on Twitter, unfortunately. Um, he d- died in 2008. But, it's like we always say, just next time, you pop, next time Mr. DNA pops on, just go, uh, to whoever you're watching Jurassic Park with, just go, yeah, that was the voice of Yogi Bear. The great Greg person. And they'll look at me just like Dave's looking at me now. No one, no, no one cares. Oh, he was Boss Nass in Star Wars. In the computer game. The video game. Okay, let's move on. Right then. <laughs> so you know what time it is, don't you? Ah, uh, is it time for the plugs already? Gonna do some plugging. Going to do some uh, plugging. Awesome. That, that Movie List podcast is brought to you by the Views from the Sofa Network. You can go find Views from the Sofa online and you can read movie reviews because people listening to this are movie fans so yeah yeah um you can also find that movie list podcast on twitter on facebook on instagram where you get your own opinions on the movies and you'll you know be able to listen to this and previous episode including movie deaths and others i've got a list of them here can you walk us through some of the instagram content you've put up recently um walk you through it oh yeah please yeah you don't walk people through instagram content dave Uh, do you need to go and see it for yourself do you i I, yeah i mean you'd be amazed you would be amazed okay i bet i wouldn't be (laughs) (laughs) disappointing mundane i don't know how to use it all right i don't like that every time i got a post i've got to have a picture on there I don't know what to put up there. For a while, I was just putting random pictures of like Jeff Goldblum and Jack Nicholson. But then I was filling my phone up. And because my phone was connected to me, Amazon Prime Photos account, I'd have like my Amazon Prime Photos come up as a screensaver. And you'd have a beautiful picture of my son, an amazing picture of my daughter looking really cute, my beautiful wife, and then a random Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Which I one you'd stop and look at. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the one that was that was the one that was weird. That was the one where you just go, why is why is there a, why is there chat? That makes no sense. Um, so I will be better on Instagram, he says every single week, and he just doesn't understand it because he's thirty five years old and he's too old for social media. That movie list podcast, find us wherever you find that, and then um, it's we're 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 on everything you can listen to podcasts to Amazon, Spotify. So if you've um found us on a normal podcast app and you want to listen to us on something else you can do um and if you've been here because you're searching for toys we've also done top um top we've done other toy ones franchises that should be lego why am i so bad at this (laughs) i'm not even playing it up like common like fans of this will look at this and go he's doing the plug thing again where he pretends to mess it up i'm not pretending i actually really like to do this professionally and i can't do it you know, you know what I like? I like the one you do on From the Canvas on the on the other views from the Sofa Network podcast, where you just pre-record it. I don't have to listen to this crap every time. Then 
You are right. So I was about to say to you, I don't, I'm not even on from the canvas, but you're right. Cause, cause I'm not on from the canvas, the uh, boxing podcast that's done by um, Joe and Dave, a fantastic bo- boxing podcast. And that Dave actually knows how to podcast. Oh my God. He's, <laughs> he's amazing. Um, because we, because I'm not on that one, I've pre-recorded a very nice, very sharp, very tight kind of, you know, listen to the, listen to from the canvas. Here we are at social media and subscribe. And it's out in like 10 seconds. And I've been I've been meaning to just record one of those for this, but I think it, our fans like me to hear me struggle, and I know you love hearing the plugs. Honestly, it, it it it's so refreshing to hear something just sort of clean and and straight to the point, and not have a, a ten minute preamble at the end or postamble at the end of a, the podcast each time, where people are listening, people are just thinking, well, come on, guys, I've got twenty minutes on my journey left. I can get another podcast to listen to if you guys shut up and finish talking about what you're talking i love but i love the tangent you found out a little bit about my life there with the photos and that came from the plugs dave <sighs> yeah the fans the fans love it yeah yeah we should probably yeah. we should probably go shouldn't we i think so yeah i think so right rate review subscribe and we will see you in two weeks time say bye dave thanks Dave. Thank you.